I was so drunk that I couldn't walk properly. Everything around me was spinning and my vision started getting distorted. I regretted drinking. Even if it slipped just a little bit, I wasn't an experienced drinker and I got drunk really easily. You okay? Jim asked me with a laugh, placing an arm over my shoulder. I barely recognized his face. Uh, yeah. I mumbled trying to not lose my balance. Wanna have some fun? He asked, leaning in. He reeked of alcohol even more than he did before. The whole situation was getting out of hand, but I didn't have the strength or consciousness to fight it. Back off. A familiar voice said just as Shimon was about to get even closer. I turned around to see none other than Ben Yonggi walking towards us. The whole party seemed to have stopped at the point, or maybe my memories were blurry. Everyone was staring at Jimin, Yoongi, and me. They were all mumbling amongst themselves. Yoongi grabbed my upper arm and pulled me away from Jimin, who was still left standing at the same spot. Yoongi took me over to a more quiet spot and the music was turned up again. What the hell were you doing? He asked me in an angry tone. I couldn't think properly. Where was I again? Hey, are you drunk? He shouted, shaking me by the shoulders. My head bounced back and forth. Stop it, I blurred. My tongue felt so numb. This is why this was a bad fucking idea. He sighed deeply and took a look around, probably searching for J-Hope. Let's go, he said coldly and pulled me with him to exit. He took out his phone and tried calling somebody several times, but he got no answer. Damn it, he's probably drunk too. I just watched him without saying anything, wondering why there were two Yungis in front of me. My stomach somehow felt funny too. Guess you have to go back by ourselves. <sighs> he muttered to himself, not letting go of my arm. Okay. Leaving J-Hope behind then. On the way back, I started acting weirder. I had the weirdest thoughts and ideas that I'd never thought about before. Let's go to the beach, I told him, half asleep. Yungi didn't answer. Yungi, no answer. Yungi, take me to the beach, I nearly yelled. He stopped walking and let go of my arm. We are going back now, I'm not your fucking babysitter, okay? His harsh choice of words surprised me. Why do you always have to be so rude? I pouted. Because you deserve it, he said coldly. Do you have any idea what could have happened to you if I hadn't come in time? I avoided his eyes. He sighed again. You probably won't remember this in the morning anyways. I couldn't walk anymore. Or better said, I didn't want to walk anymore. My feet hurt. I don't want to walk. It's just a one-minute walk. Not moving. I crossed my arms and sat down on the spot determined to sleep there. What now? You want me to carry you or something? He scoffed. Yeah. No? I retorted. Just as I was about to lie down and sleep, he came over to me and lifted me by my waist, placing me over his shoulder. I protested and hammered against his back. Shut up already. And so I did. I was hanging over his shoulder for the rest of the walk. I could hear his breathing and felt the warmth of his body. It somehow calmed me down. Unknowingly, I must have fallen asleep shortly after that. Time skipped to the next morning. The 
next morning i woke up really late and the worst part about it was that i had no idea where i was at first i thought i was in my bed but then i noticed that the smell of the bed sheets was different as i looked around i also noticed that i was in the someone else's room in the corner of the room was a grand piano trying to remember what had happened at the party i held onto my head in pain i was definitely never going to one of those parties again the bathroom door opened and yungi came out with just a towel around his waist the steam coming out of the bathroom made his entrance even more spectacular oh my he walked over to his wardrobe and took something out without really minding me. Quit staring, he said without even sparing me a glance. Pervert. Uh, uh, wait a minute, you are the real pervert here. What the hell did you do to me while I was drunk? And how did I end up in your room? His eyebrows crashed together at my statement. Do you really not remember anything? I shook my head. You were so drunk that you keep laughing at your own jokes and wanted to go to the beach all the time. Couldn't even walk by yourself. I felt my cheeks burning in embarrassment. Why am I, I mean, uh, <clears throat> why am I in your room? You were too loud. I didn't want to risk anyone waking up, he sighed. So I brought you here not to pass anyone else's door. It made sense. Both our fathers couldn't have been pleased. Wait, does that mean? Don't. Tell me we slept in the same bed. Yungi's lips twitched again, showing something that might have been a smile if he hadn't pulled himself back. No, I slept on the couch, you idiot. Why would I want to share a bed with you anyways? He snorted. Right. Thanks anyways. He gave me a questioning look. For taking care of me yesterday and coming along even though you hate parties. Yungi chewed his lip while he picked out a sweater to wear. Well... If something happened to you, I would be the one to blame, you know? Right. It made sense now that he had come along at all. It was because his father had probably given him the responsibility of taking care of the guests. I nodded absently. My gaze fell into his bare wrists, still covered in cuts. They seemed to look better than the day before, though. I felt a bit sad about it. I'll go get dressed then, he muttered, noticing where I was looking. And you can use that time to get out of my room. Good. You had fun yesterday, kids? My father asked as Yungi and I entered the dining hall. Loads. Yungi said sarcastically. Yeah, we did. Thanks, Dad. He smiled brightly. Nice to see you kids are getting along. I'll be off to work then. Yeah, we were getting along great. He went out, leaving Yungi and me alone again. We served ourselves breakfast again. I was wondering where J-Hope was, since I didn't remember seeing him much at the party. I guess he's had a drunk over as well and was resting at home. Yungi took out the box with pills again and had one before eating. What are those? I decided to finally talk to him, not able to hold back my curiosity. He stared at me blankly. It's none of your business. I thought we could trust each other now. He made an annoyed face. And why would you think that? I got, well, I do know one secret about you is you and you saw me a trunk, so, so we even know. He finished my sentence, taking a bite from his toast. He seemed a bit pissed. I was probably annoying to him. After having dragged him out of his comfort zone multiple times. Listen, I'm just not the type of guy you'd want to hang out with. Why not? Yungi pressed his lips together. 
placing his glass aside, just stay away from me and quit being so nosy. With that, he ended the conversation. I decided to take a walk after breakfast to clear my mind. I needed some fresh air to get rid of my headache and to think about some things. I wondered why Yungi was like that. He could have at least talked to someone, his father, J-Hope, or, or a therapist. Why was he rejecting therapy and torturing himself like that? I really wanted to talk to J-Hope, but it would be hard not to spill Yungi's secret. A promise was a promise. I guess it's up to me then. After a short walk, I reached a cliff walking path and thought it would be interesting to see where it lead to. As I walked, I could already smell the salty wind coming from the sea. I soon emerged from the shrubs and was on the cliffs I had seen from the car while driving over here. The sea clashed against the rocks below and sent up tiny water droplets, which seemed like thin rain. It was what made the edges slippery, so I stayed away. That brought me back to reality. Ah, oh, yeah, sure. I quietly took a bite. My dad nodded happily. I'm glad I don't know what is actually wrong with him. Mr. Min didn't say much. I hope it's nothing serious, though. I sighed. Mr. Min didn't know his son very well. Being a company CEO has its ups and downs, I guess. He barely had time for family. It also made me wonder where Yoongi's mother was. Dad, I hope you don't mind me going to my room. I'm feeling a bit tired. Sure, sweetheart. Sleep well. Dad said as I got up and left. In the meantime, I had memorized the way to my room and back. It wasn't that hard as it seemed to be in the beginning. On my way to my room, I heard a loud thud behind the door in the neighboring hallway. From memory, I was almost sure it was Yungi's room. I can't believe this. What the hell are you thinking? Someone was shouting really loudly in the room. I couldn't suppress my curiosity and went closer. Breathing in the fresh air, I immediately felt my head clearing and my thoughts becoming more organized. This place was amazing. Something about the edge of those cliffs were luring, magnetic even. It also sent shivers down my spine and made my heart jump. Time skip. Hey Chiang, you okay? My dad asked me while we had dinner alone. Yungi and his dad had something to do this evening so they weren't there. I nodded instantly, still thinking about Yungi's words before. Listen, I'm just not the guy you'd want to hang out with. Just stay away from me, okay? So, are you and Yungi getting along? Why the hell would you go to a party? Do you know what that could have done to my reputation if more people had seen you? I was shocked to recognize Mr. Men's voice. Why was he yelling at Yungi? I, I heard a faint voice trying to speak. I didn't allow you to speak. Mr. Men cut him off coldly. Scary. Me and Yungi really are alike in a way. Honestly? You're a disgrace to this family. I wish you could have turned out more like your brother. Is Mr. Min abusive towards Yungi? I was breathing heavily, replaying the whole scene in my head. I felt my heart aching. Those two were really messed up. There was silence at first, then the doorknob moved. Shit. Panicked that they would see me, I started retreating as fast as I could. However, I had no choice to find a good place to hide in time. Mr. Mill left the room and his eyes fell on me. Oh, hey Chiang, what are you doing here? His cold voice asked. 